podcast. Melissa is all about being frugal and uh, living the simple life. Uh, by doing that, she paid off over $100,000 in debt. And uh, she's an amazing mother and wife along the way. You have got to hear her story. Here is Melissa Saves. I may not be a mom, but I do own a soda shop that helps give them their fix. I'm sitting down with Utah moms to find out their stories, their passions, and their truths. This is Salt Lake Moms. Um, tell us Melissa's story, where you came from, what you've been doing, and I know you've got a pretty cool, interesting story, so I want to hear all about it. Well, um, I'm the mother of four, like you were saying. Um, I am a full-time piano teacher, and my shtick kind of is frugality, self-reliance. I, I promote it, I believe it, and I just think... And the key, I just feel like the key to happy life is living simply. So, um, and it wasn't always this way. <laughs> My husband and I um, actually, got, when we first got married, um, he had a really good job and things were going really well for us and we found out we were going to have our first baby. And we were really excited. How long ago was that? Um, nine, almost nine years now. He's going to be eight in this week. Okay. So we found out we were going to have this baby, and um, at my 20-week ultrasound, they the doctors told us that they're, they had a congenital birth defect, um, and it was something we were not familiar with, and we were kind of lost, and it was back um, before there was a lot of healthcare reform type things. And so we were left as these self-employed, newly parents, um, just kind of wandering around, wondering what to do. And when he was born, we didn't have very good health insurance and things like that. And long story short, um, in caring for him and trying to rectify his situation, we ended up over $100,000 in debt in our first year. Um, and it kind of rocked our world, you know. Starting out that way, you kind of just think, well, that's the life we'll live forever. We'll just be in debt and... We'll live in this tiny apartment and we'll eat yep. ramen noodles for the rest of our life, you know? And uh, at one point, I just remember thinking, this is not the way that it's going to go. And so that's the point really where we shifted our mindset to living more simply and living more frugally and just really buckling down, working hard. Um, I started side hustling every way I could think of, and that's actually where I started teaching piano. Um, and I started nannying, and at one point I was cleaning people's houses for them. Just everything that we could do to throw our money at this debt. Um, and I learned to coupon, and my husband worked extra jobs. And uh, right when we thought we were starting to make some headway, my husband had started his own business. And we were living in Washington State at the time, a long ways away from family, and he ended up losing his business, everything that he had invested all this time and his money into and it was all gone and we we were back at square one again so we had all um we had some medical debt left and we had some newly acquired business debt and it just felt like everything that we did to try and you know tread water and stay stay sane and stay and and to make the situation better wasn't working for us and I remember just kind of <laughs> like 
crying one night and just wondering what I was doing wrong. And the thought came to me that up until this point, we'd been working really hard, but we were really kind of selfish people. You know, it was, we didn't have very much, so it was, it's my time, it's my money. I'm, you know, our focus was really on ourselves. And so um, I kind of talked with my husband about this and we kind of decided that um, not only were we gonna live as frugally as possible, but we were gonna try and be as generous and giving and think less of ourselves. And we noticed that as we started to live that way, things became less important to us. Keeping up became less important to us. Money became less important to us and things started to get easier. And so that's kind of um, what I try to share with people. Um, and obviously our faith has a lot to do with it, but I don't think that people need that to be good people and to live this lifestyle, you know. Um, I think that if you focus on the good in the world and that if you focus on um, giving and just making the world a better place, then everything else falls in place for you. And if you live simply, that's, that's kind of the, the vibe that I like to give off and five years later that's I guess that's kind of the payoff here is it took us five years from the time my son was born to pay off all of our medical and business debt and it was just a little bit over a hundred thousand dollars and we were debt free and and that was the thing that that made it click was focusing less on things that weren't so important so how was it that's that's incredible um how how like, you talked about a couple different times you had, like, a mindset, like, shift, right? Like, mm-hmm. how did you, like, you know, kind of get out of the zone of, like, I'm in a slump, and I'm going to shift it to more, you know, moving, well, um, moving in the right direction? I mean, as I, as I mentioned, um, our faith had a lot to do with it. Um, we're LDS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just the overall realization that I can either continue on this path the way I'm going and it's going to stay like this forever. If I'm going to be grumpy and miserable and selfish and things like that, then this is probably how it's going to be forever. You don't, nothing changes. You don't put the same thing in the same place and expect it to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of the realization that if I want a different result, I've got to put in different efforts. Um, so it was kind of like, what's the alternative? Like, yeah. just stay in debt. And at that point, like, what did we have to lose, you know? Like, yeah. we we didn't have very much to begin with. In fact, I there was one point where we were very near, I mean, this sounds really dramatic, but very near homelessness. Like, my husband had a pickup truck that we were hiding in different places from repo guys, and, you know, we were living very tightly paycheck to paycheck and there were some months that we just couldn't pay our rent and luckily we had a really um, gracious landlord and things like that Um, so we're really blessed in that way but not to sound dramatic but things were really really rough like we didn't have very much to lose you know and so it was you can give what little you have and hope that something changes and you can come out the on the other side, maybe a better person, or you can just hope that magically something changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 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 what's the takeaway? Like, what can you? What advice can you give from the whole situation? Like, summed up. 
to someone maybe in a similar situation or maybe someone maybe you know a mother out there or something like that that's just like in a slump and they need to have that mindset shift and like just you know figure out what's the alternative so the the overall thing the overall message that i hope to share with people is that but because you share this message right like yes so this, this is, is what my now. my instagram my platform is is living frugally being self-reliant learning to do things for yourself um and just working hard to make the things happen that you want to happen, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, so, I don't know. I would say... So, did it only come down to hard work, do you think? Or is it a mindset thing? No, I think it's a the mindset thing of um, what have I got to lose? You know, like it's only money. Um, and I think when you think of it as it's only money or they're only things and I don't need to keep up with anyone or I don't need to and I feel like Utah especially I don't know if you've noticed my husband and I have lived all over the country um he's in sales and so we've been to Minneapolis and Boise and Spokane Washington just all over the place and I feel like Utah more than anywhere else um it's kind of a vibe of I have to have a nice house have to have a nice trip I have to like my neighbors have this so I have to have this and I feel like that that's a very dangerous thing to get into not only debt wise but at what point are you happy do you know what I mean at what point do you say well I've got my really nice house and I'm content until somebody else builds a really nice house and then you've got to have an even nicer house you know what I mean and so so, was your mindset shift like really I just don't really care what people think yeah yeah I think that you've got to come... I mean, I think within reason, I care what people think when it comes to things that are important. Do people think I have integrity? Do people think I work hard? Do people think that I'm kind and that I'm giving? Those things matter to me. Whether people think that I dress nice or whether people think that um, I've got a really big retirement account or my husband has a good job, those things... I think perspective is the word that I'm looking for. And I think that... Um, when it comes to living a simple, debt-free, happy, content, I'm good with me and who I am, that perspective is key. Um, And that perspective needs to be that these are the things that don't matter and that I can't take with me. And the relation, because nobody when they're 80 years old is going to be sitting in their big house going, man, I'm sure glad that I bought a pair of $900 sunglasses, you know, when I was 25. Do you know what I mean? But they're going to be glad that they spent time with their kids or that they made friends with their neighbors, that they were really good friends with their neighbors or that they, you know, simple things like that or that they taught their kids to work hard or they took their kids camping or things like that. Yeah. And so I think when money mattered less to us or started mattering less and I need to clarify that statement because money is important, right? We need money to function in this world. Keep going. We need um, money to function. We need money to live. It's important. Um, But I think... um, Shoot, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No, you're totally fine. Um, But when I say that money isn't important anyway do you have another question <laughs> I 
totally missed. No, you're good. Yeah. I want to shift it into like, you kind of brought it up a little bit, but I want to hear it. Like, you dig into like Utah specifically. Like, how has it affected, you know, your whole journey paying off the debt and like the people around you, the culture around here? Like, has it been more of a pressure? Has it been more of a support? Like, how would you attribute like all of your things specifically to Utah? Like, I think Utah overall is full of really good people who like really nice things. <laughs> um, and so I've met some of the greatest people I've ever met living here. But I've also never seen so many nice cars and so like. Do you think they Utah like those things for themselves little... or because it's like kind of a, what mean, it's become here? I don't know. I have a feeling that nobody really likes wearing great big goofy sunglasses. (laughs) But they seem to be the thing, you know? Or like, um, I think that there's a lot of things. Utah has a culture that that is unlike any other. And it's full of good people and happy people and service. And um, if you know my family at all, we love the mountains and adventuring. And Utah's clear full of that. Um, And so I try to focus while we're here on the positive and all the things that I love about Utah. But there's definitely a culture here of um, what's the next big coolest thing. There's lots of things in Utah that are cool here that would not be cool anywhere else. You know what I mean? Um, From the way that Utahns dress or things that they do with their, the way they decorate their homes. And maybe that's just a mom thing because, you know, I I recognize things like that. but I think overall, if we could just kind of shift our mindset to let's focus on people and let's focus on changing things. And there is a lot of that here in Utah. I've never lived someplace where there are so many small startups that have a mission statement to, to help people in third world. You know, there's a lot of those kinds of things. And I love it. I love it. Um, but I just wish that maybe it didn't come with all of these culture, I don't even know what you'd call them, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> Fair about. Fair enough. Okay, I love it. Um, okay, tell us something that you know you do well, or, you know. Oh, yeah. gosh. Something. I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I don't cu- love talking right about myself. <laughs> but is it, often. you know, is it your, you know, just your perspective that you have on kind of life now? Is it your ability to just, like, decide and execute? Because that's, like, those are the two things I've kind of taking away from it so far I would say that having I I would say that I do have um, I have been blessed with I don't know if a gift for perspective is the right word but having come from some of the places and the things that my husband and I have lived through and been through from um, uh, health issues with some of our children to you know living (laughs) losing businesses and almost losing our home and things like that. Um, I think that I'm pretty good at talking myself through things like this is only temporary. And I think that's not always an easy thing to do is say, yes, this is a really big problem and it feels really big right now, but there's always another side and we're going to get there eventually. And so, and I think that that's, again, that word perspective comes in that this is temporary and we can get through this and these problems are temporary almost non-important problems so anyway and that comes with experience more than this isn't something that I was just born with (laughs) because um you know at one point I was a pretty 
bitter, selfish, I can't do this, these things are hard kind of person. So I think anybody can feel the way I feel or be good at what I'm good at if they're put in the right situation and they decide to make the right situation out of a bad situation. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so, nothing right. unique to me, definitely. <laughs> well, you have a unique story. I love it. Um, <laughs> I think people get a lot of value out of it. But I want to know, kind of like, if you were to sum up all of your experiences, like, what would be, I always end with this, like, what's your truth? Like, maybe it's a conclusion you have based on, like, all your past experiences. Maybe it's a piece of advice. Or maybe it's anything. Anything that's, like, the truth to Melissa. What's, what is, what's your piece? What's your truth? Oh, I would think, and maybe, I don't know. I don't want to start crying. <laughs> but I would think, I, if I had one thing to share with somebody it would be to think less of yourself um, and to give maybe a little bit more because that's the only way that life's going to get any better is if your focus is less on you and your problems and how you can fix the problems around you and just just do something nice for somebody you know that's kind of my my one thing that makes me really happy when I'm feeling down or when things get heavy you know just go out and do something nice for somebody that Maybe they're not expecting. Love so. that. It'll change your life. It really will. So. Well, uh, well, example right here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Best. Hey, Salt Lake City. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Let us know what you think. Share it with your friends. Spread the love.